0: You are listening to Bear in Mind, the University of Northern Colorado's official podcast. Join us each episode as we listen to the voices from UNC faculty, staff, students, and alumni, as they offer insights of local or national importance. This is your host, Dan and Cox, bringing you just a taste of UNC. I caught the research bug, it's kind of like we always joke about it, kind of getting pulled over to the dark side. The majority of my research right now is focusing on cannabis and exercise and immune function. The last semester of my masters, I actually started to work under Dr. Stewart. She had just come here from LSU, she was a new tenured professor, she was going to be more focusing on humans to where I was doing more animal research before, and that just seemed a little bit more appealing to me just because I like working with people, I like doing performance testing. Dr. Stewart and I started talking. She had a student in class that asked her a question in SES 324, so Exercise Physiology two. And um, he was like, so how does, how does cannabis affect physical performance, exercise performance, you know, recovery, things like that? And as all good professors say, I don't know. Let me look at the literature. Let me go see what's out there. And so this day, like that day that happened, we were talking. And so her and I started looking through the literature, realized that there was nothing out there. And we were like, huh, this is a really unique opportunity. Like Colorado, cannabis is legal for recreational use and individuals 21 and older, like we have the performance equipment, like let, let's give it a shot. We designed our first project, which was our pilot study. God, this has got to be back in what? like 2015, I think, Um, so the tail end of my master's. And what we wanted to do was just look at all these performance variables. So we wanted to look at strength. We want to look at endurance. We want to look at power production. We want to look at balance, core stability, core strength. And so we designed this big study, and we started recruiting. And we published the results from the first half of that study on are physically active males that were using cannabis products. And the way we de- determined that they were cannabis users was that they were using cannabis products at least once a week for the past six months. And then in addition to that, we had an equally physically active male control group that was not using cannabis products for at least the past six months. And I think we actually extend that criteria just to limit any confounding results to actually 12 months. So. We did the study. We collected data on 12 cannabis users, 12 non-users, and we found after doing all the performance testing that these chronic cannabis users had no difference in performance compared to our control group. So it was really interesting. I was kind of surprised because we looked at pulmonary, so like lung function Mm -hmm. as well, because, you know, I feel like myself at the time and a lot of people kind of equate Marijuana usage to cigarette smoking. And we know based right. on cigarette smoking that, you know, it, it is going to have an effect on lung function. It is going to stiffen those lungs up a little bit, cause, you know, some restrictive breathing disorders, things like that. And we saw that with cannabis use, there was actually no lung impairment, which was really interesting. To me, when it came to cardiovascular performance, so physical endurance, when we had these individuals get on a treadmill and we increased the speed and grade every three minutes until they couldn't run anymore, and we measured their oxygen consumption, we found that there's no difference in that variable um, either with respect to our users and our non-users. So you really ended the research with more questions than answers? Yeah, really, we really did. What I'm actually doing for my dissertation is I'm actually looking at immune function of physically active chronic cannabis users. So these users are actually using at least five times a week for the past six months and then comparing them again to a non-user control group. So we're actually harvesting their blood and we're pulling it out. We're putting in... It's a great verb to use. Yeah, harvesting. Mm -hmm. Oh, I I love it. (laughs) Yeah, so we, we harvest the blood and we put it in these basically mini little Petri dishes for um, 24 hours. And what we do when we put them in those Petri dishes is we actually hit them with an endotoxin, so like a biotoxin or something like that. And that's actually going to cause an immune stim- stimulus stimulus, kind of like if someone were to get strep throat or something like that, um, fairly similar to that. Right. So you're purposely getting these cells yeah, sick. Yeah. So we're, we're exposing these blood samples to a, a pathogen something that would mimic an immune response so right. people getting sick and then what we're also doing in addition to that is we're actually stimulating these cells at the same time with cannabinoid agonists and antagonists so cannabinoids are what are the psychoactive and the active components in cannabis marijuana things like that so The most common ones are going to be thc cbd um, those sort of things there's actually over 100 identified cannabinoids in cannabis plants um, but those are going to be the two major players so thc is going to be more your psychoactive and then cbd is going to be more of your therapeutic it actually doesn't have any psychoactive effects so when you're adding the cannabinoids into the blood Is there a difference in what your the THC and or CBD amount? So how are you regulating that? So we're actually, we can't stimulate them with actual THC or CBD. Okay. um, Just because UNC is a federally funded institution. Mm, mm -hmm. Cannabis, unfortunately, is still federally illegal. So we can't, we can't really do any work with that at this point in time. We can, it would take a lot of time and a lot of red tape to go through. Mm -hmm. Um, So the way we kind of get around that is we actually use synthetic cannabinoids. So some of these pharmaceutical companies and biomedical supply companies they actually produce these synthetic cannabinoids that mimic the structure of THC and CBD and can bind to the receptors that THC and CBD bind to. Mm. So we know that these receptors are actually on immune cells and they can actually affect immune function, but we don't know if there's a difference between chronic users, non-users, physical activity all these sort of things, so we're, at the same time we're hitting them with that endotoxin, that LPS um, that we use um, to stimulate that immune response, we're hitting them with these cannabinoids and seeing if that alters the immune response. Um, Our initial hypothesis is that we're actually, in our non-users, we're gonna see a blunted immune response because these cannabinoids like THC, CBD, they inhibit immune activation, mm-hmm. whereas we're thinking in our non or in our users that we're actually going to see um, a tolerance effect that they're not going to be as affected mm-hmm. by these cannabinoids, so they're not going to have a blunted immune response or anything like that. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm in the middle of collecting data for that right now. I think I have a total of eight of 20 or no, 10 of 24 samples collected right now and be analyzing that here soon but yeah it's it's really really interesting you know I feel like as a scientific community sometimes we we focus on just spreading our research to other scientists and my big goal is not spreading my research just to other scientists but the community Mm -hmm. as well because there are tons of people out there using they're curious about use how can use affect their life and things like that and I just I want to educate them like give them the information they want and need to make that decision for themselves. I don't wanna sway them one way or the other. I don't wanna say, hey, start smoking every day, or hey, stop smoking. I don't wanna be that person. I wanna be like, here's the information, educate yourself, make an informed decision. That's, That's my primary goal with all of this. My name is Johnny Lozano. I am a fourth year PhD student here at the University of Northern Colorado. I did my undergrad here, I did my master's here, I'm doing my PhD here. I I have no regrets about doing all my degrees here at UNC. I had no regrets about coming to UNC because UNC being a smaller university, it was easier for me to stand out. It was easier to make connections with my professors, ask questions, get involved in research, that sort of thing. And if it wasn't for me being at UNC, I don't know if I'd be getting my PhD right now. Just the variety of experiences and ways that students can get involved here, whether they're graduate, undergraduate, is really awesome. I mean, I started out doing animal research and now I'm doing human research on cannabis. And it's all within the same department. It's all within sport and exercise science. And it it just shows how much variety is there. And we have a ton of cannabis-related research going on at UNC, not just in sport and XR science, but students in biology, biochemistry, recreation and tourism, like criminal justice, it's mm-hmm. it's crazy. There's so many people researching cannabis and the different aspects of it at UNC. It's it's kind of a fun group to be a part of. We actually have an, a cannabis research interest group. It's called the CRIG group here at UNC where all the students, professors involved in cannabis research meet probably about once a month and more of like a seminar and we present our data, we discuss things, you know, we just, it's kind of like an open forum for cannabis research. Um, there's a lot of people in psychology doing cannabis related research as well. So it's, I mean, UNC's great. It's provided me a lot of opportunities and hopefully I'll, I'll be able to find a job with what, <laughs> what I've done here at UNC so far. That's, that's the end goal, right? If you're, if you're listening to this podcast and, are curious about any of the data or want to get involved in our research studies that we're doing right now, um, we're actually still recruiting for my dissertation study. So if you are a physically active individual between the ages of 18 and 40 and you're using cannabis products at least five times a week for the past six months, or if you haven't used them all in the past 12 months and you're interested in doing some fun performance testing and Kind of seeing what our research lab is like here at uh, UNC in the Sport and Exercise Department. Um, send me an email, so it's going to be Jonathan J O N A T H O N dot Lisano L I S A N O at unco.edu, and we'll get you started.